0: Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. It's 900 CHML. I'm Scott Thompson. Will Erskine back at the station. Keep it the Scott Thompson Home Show between the pipes. I remember when I first started uh, back at CHML, uh, one of the stories that uh, we were covering quite extensively was uh, the earthquake in Haiti and all of the issues surrounding that and and, and the the trouble trying to get funds where they needed to be and such. And, you know, I think in many ways uh, Haiti (laughs) never recovered from the last hurricane, or uh, the last uh, earthquake, rather, uh, rather than what we've, of course, they've experienced uh, rather quite recently. So uh, it is a part of the world that is in... Uh, dire need of some help and uh, help heal humanity is a internationally registered charity that was founded in 2010 in response to haiti's earthquake at the time since then it has continued its mission of helping to provide the world's most uh, vulnerable populations with access to education food community and love Uh, let's bring in serena uh, serena buffalino now Uh, she is executive director of help heal humanity and is with us now serena thanks for the time i hope you're doing well
1: Hi there, yes. No, everything is extremely busy, but as best it can be.
0: <laughs> so, Serena, did, did Haiti ever fully recover from uh, the the earthquake back in 2010? I mean, it, it really hadn't gotten back to normal, had it?
1: Absolutely no. Um, I actually had no idea what was happening in Haiti. I did end up going there um, just after the earthquake. Um, I was inspired by... Um, some of the most vulnerable communities here in Hamilton and Toronto um, to go out to um, Haiti to build a school for all the kids that lost the school um, from the earthquake. Um, again, just being a role model and, and showing my students at the time, I was a special education specialist, that we could do anything we put our mind to. Uh, my students and I fundraised. We thought we would be able to build a portable-style school, raised the money, jumped on a plane, flew to Haiti, and my entire life actually changed. <laughs> wasn't anticipating on that happening, but um, it's exactly as you say. Um, when I arrived in Haiti, um, nothing in the world could have prepared me for the devastation, for the level of crises, for the poverty that I had seen, witnessed, experienced. Just a little bit of a background about me. um, I have worked in some of Canada's biggest jails, mental health hospitals, group homes. Um, So I'm not naive to the injustices that happen, even right here in our backyard because that's what I dedicated my life to. But again, um, even with that kind of a background in social work and social help and community development, um Haiti is like something you've never seen in your life Um I, I can't even believe in a, a place like that exists in the world and so you're talking about mm. millions of people at that time in 2010 who were living on the streets in tents they had no water, they had no food no electricity, no employment any relief that was sent down there was not actually applied um, and so um, again there was hundreds of thousands of people um, living in Port-au-Prince in tents, and the government decided to give them a piece of land called Canaan. Canaan never existed prior to the 2010 earthquake, um, and that's where everybody was relocated, and again, relocated to a mountain with nothing. The population in Canaan as of today is um, close to a million people, and they still, to this day, have no running water, no electricity, 90% unemployment rate, um, food insecurity like none of us will ever imagine, San- like there's no sanitation. I could tell you a story about, you know, building a school and putting toilets in it. And, you know, you would think people were getting murdered by the amount of the community that, you know, showed up to the school um, because they'd never seen toilets. They'd Mm. never actually seen a toilet. So, you know, to this day, we work in Haiti. We do work in Canaan, um, which is where we built our school, operate our school, send 100 kids to school every year um, with, you know, meal programs, nutrition, education, textbooks, uniforms. But in my efforts in Haiti, like you said, I've now been able to go to Cité Soleil, which is a place Mother Teresa describes as the hardest two kilometers she ever walked in her life. Um, we run feeding programs there. We run after-school programs. We run um, summer school programs. But um, the problem is, is the, in the especially in the last couple years. Um, we haven't, I haven't been able for the first time in 11 years, be able to go on the grounds to our school location safely because of the amount of political unrest and civil unrest.
0: Mm-hmm. So let, let's, uh, Serena, before we continue on, cause I want to mention the logistics of how we actually help. We'll do this now. And then at the end of the interview as well. So if people do want to help Serena, what, what can they do? Where can they go? Website, anything?
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. We need as much help as possible and the country does. So I would just suggest to go to our website, which is helphealhumanity.org. There is a donate button there. Um, You can specify if you want where you want your donation to go to. Um, Right now we have all of the funds going to our our team in Haiti who is on the grounds doing the emergency relief. So 100% of the funding coming in right now is going directly to the new area, which we will speak about, and what is happening right now with the recent earthquake. So um, helphealhumanity.org, sign up for our newsletter, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of the above. Every single day we're posting live videos and pictures, day-to-day updates of what's happening in the earthquake right now. And I'm actually jumping on a plane in the next couple of days um, where I could be doing all the reporting live.
0: So, please, uh, if you can, get a hold of us in some way, and uh, we, we'd love to hear what you uh, what you see down there. So you were down there in 2010. You're describing what you saw, how it changed your life. Yes. Uh, are, are you any – how prepared are you for what you're about to see this time? Do you – more of the same? So, what are you anticipating?
1: Um, well, see, I think it's so sad that Haiti's reality has become – Still a reality for me too in a sense that I'm almost I'm used to it by now it's sad it's devastating I've actually since then I quit my job as a teacher to start this charity um I am better prepared for it like again even right now with my team every day my team is sending me videos of people like 20 feet down in Rebel screaming for help um I have my team sending me Every day, all the buildings that have gone down, all the people that are sitting on the side of the street, like some of them decapitated. um it's really sad. It's really bad, but because I've I, you know, at one point, I moved to haiti for for three years to oversee the entire building of the elementary school that we built. Um, because you know, Haiti is a dangerous place. It's a scary place. And there is, you know, I think that's what a lot of people are afraid of. Is their money going to go where it's supposed to go?
0: So That's I, a, a very valid point, Serena. So let's let's talk about that because we remember that there was lots of money raised back in 2010, and unfortunately, uh, a lot of it didn't get to where it needed, uh, needed to be. To As you mentioned, a lot of corruption; it, it was sidetracked and such. So how this time do we make sure that doesn't happen? How how what's been put in place to to help that, or is are we in the same scenario?
1: no i don't i i think if you're working with the right people because there are the right people down there such as help heal humanity i'm i'm i can take full responsibility and speak from integrity for every donor that donates to our charity we are volunteer based charity everybody is donating their gifts and talents because we believe we can make a difference in this world We don't have middlemen in Haiti. We are not sending money to strangers or to people we haven't worked with for Mm -hmm. 15 years that are part of our team. I'm going down there. So once I'm down there, I 100% control the money. Right now, our HHH team in Haiti, these are my boys. These are my guys, our Help Heal Humanity team. They take care of us. They take care of all the money, all the receipts, all the reporting. They take pictures. They take videos. When they are sending somebody to pay their medical bills, uh, they even send us video of the medical procedures that we don't want to see because mm. that's how honorable we are with our funding. Um,
0: uh, what about the school that you had worked on? Any idea? was it damaged? what any idea what kind of shape it's in?
1: Yes, I'm a hundred percent sure what's going on with that. So we're running two various campaigns simultaneously right now. Our school is opening up in September. Um, this year we have to do something different than we've done in the past. So we're sending 125 kids to school come September. Um, as you said, um, there's, and in the last couple of years, there's been complete civil unrest. And that's because of the billions of dollars that was also just recently sent to Haiti for, um, from various governments to put into uh, rebuilding Haiti once the Haitian actual population found out about the amounts, the millions amounts of dollar that was being donated to the country for help and that the government wasn't using it, the past two years have been the most dangerous out of the 11 years working there. Hmm. Um, And so with that comes finding food is impossible. Finding water is impossible. Finding safety is impossible. So our, our guys, are opening up the school come September. There was damages, but the damages that our school in Port-au-Prince faced was um, water damage from the storm. Right. In, in addition to the water damage, it was small like um, after effects of the earthquake um, destroying some of the road going up to our school. But our directors have 100% verified that uh, they have removing the water and that school will begin September 7th. So our campaign is to send those kids to school. We have successfully been sending them to school, but like I said, the last year, getting food and water is impossible. So this year, our campaign is including um, water and one meal a day, because that's the only meal they're getting. Mm. I can give you, the listeners, like two really small stories that this is how bad it is. One, when I'm there and I have, you know, a big water bottle. Sometimes I'll buy a couple of water bottles cause it's so hot and, um, on the way up there. So, you know, a two liter water bottle, I know it's plastic. It's not good, but sometimes it's all that you can do. Um, the kids have taken my water bottle and they've lined up hundreds. Like you're talking hundreds of kids lining up where they take the cap, they pour a little bit into the cap and each mm. kid will get a sip Of water from the cap and that will be the only Mm -hmm. water they get till I show up the next day when I do meal programs I always do meal programs when I'm on the grounds in Haiti and they're both the most rewarding and scariest things I think I've ever done is because when people know that there's food being served it becomes complete chaos
0: because
1: there's thousands of people that want that meal and we only have enough for a few hundred Right? So those that's the hardest part of the job, is not having enough funds to be able to properly give them the nutrition and the hydration that they so desperately need. Right?
0: Serena, Buffal- Serena Buffalino has been with us, Executive Director of Help Heal Humanity. Uh, talking about Haiti, she returns uh, very soon. And if you want to help out, uh, helphealhumanity.org. That's helphealhumanity.org. And uh, the funds uh, will go directly to help those on the ground in Haiti. Serena, thanks so much for the time and sharing your stories with us. Please do keep in touch and, and keep us updated on what is going on. And good luck down there.
1: Thank you so much.
0: The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.